Now, back to BetMGM Tonight. Here are Nick Ashew, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Kenny Pickett to George Pickens. You better get used to that this season. 33-yard touchdown. Kenny Pickett, 6 of 7, 70 yards. The Steelers up 7-0 right now on the Bucks. About seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Don't bury the lead. Jordan Love with a big completion to Christian Watson. That is not Watson. the lead. That is not the lead. First down, moving the sticks. That's what we're doing, Trista. That's what I want to see tonight. I'm I've seen watching. so many throws of just Jordan Love throwing outside the numbers. I want to see a little bit more tonight. I want to see if Jordan Love's learned how to read an NFL defense. Christian Watson looks like he's putting some muscle. What is your... Uh, prediction for how many passing yards Jordan Love has this season? This season? I would say over 3,000. I, I think I, I think he's going to throw for some yardage. What's My his prediction, total? Is it like 3,500? Yeah, it's like 3,500. Somewhere around I, there, I would yeah. say that he probably goes over, um, especially if you know they're projected to win six and a half, seven games this season. They're trailing in some of these games. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be throwing the football a lot. And you have to evaluate what you have in him. The only thing is, though, man, if the run game, like if we actually see LaFleur's offense with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, who's playing tonight, maybe they become this running offense that we thought they were going to become three years ago. And maybe he's only dropping back 18 to 20 times per game. I think that's the key to success if the defense lives up to the hype as A.J. Dillon rips one up the middle. Um, who knows? Maybe they do shock people when they win 10 games, 11 games. It just depends if the defense could stay healthy, I guess, and if Jordan he Love looks could limit confident. the turnovers. Yeah. I mean, that's what he looks really confident. You knew there was going to be some nerves, right? I mean, he's played before, obviously, in the yeah. preseason. He made that start against Kansas City. He came he's in and mop-up duty against Philadelphia. Yeah. But knowing you're the guy for a full season is a totally different world. Like, I'm the guy. You know, Aaron's not here. If I look shaky, you know, Aaron's not coming to save the day week one this time. Right. Oh, looks like a false start. Oh, of course, they're saying it's the Bengals. Yeah. So uh, we got Giants and Lions about to kick off in a couple of minutes. And in seven minutes, it's Commanders and Browns. Cleveland's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total there is 37-and-a-half. You said you're on the over in that one? Yeah, I took the over yeah. really small. I think we get some points. Um, yeah, I I'm hoping to get some points at I least. I didn't touch it because it's my team. You know my rule. Yeah. I don't bet on my teams because I always let emotion get into it. So I'm just not going to do it. But it's interesting. Like The Browns are 20 to one, or 20 to 1 to win the AFC. Their win total's at 9-and-a-half. Like, this is a team that is kind of forgotten. Last year, the conversation obviously was around Deshaun Watson and everything off the field. But before that, it was, well, Cleveland might be a quarterback away. They got aggressive. They went out in free agency and in the trade market over the you know the couple years even before that. It just didn't work out with Baker Mayfield. Now we're at the point where maybe, maybe Cleveland is being overlooked a little bit. Maybe this is a team that, with the crowded AFC, we've kind of forgotten about because last year we didn't see them in full strength for really until week 11. And then Deshaun Watson didn't even look like an NFL quarterback at that point. Yeah, and I, I do think that he has a bounce back here. I mean, you have to realize, like, he sat for two years. He comes back. He looks like he's in great shape. I know he's a tough guy to root for, let's be honest. You have Nick Chubb. We know how electric he's going to be if he could stay healthy. You have the best offensive line in all of football. And like we talked about last night, you know, Trista brought up Elijah Moore. Um, I think he'll be the perfect slot receiver when you already have Amari Cooper playing on the outside. Uh, I like David Njoku. I can't believe he's still in Cleveland because for like four years straight, they yep. talked about him as a potential trade yeah. target. He's still there. And I think Deshaun Watson likes him a lot. I think they're going to use him in different creative ways. A lot of play action, obviously. That's the Stefanski offense. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you still have Miles Garrett. Uh, let's see what Zadarius Smith gives you because he usually gives up after week nine, but he's pretty solid those first couple weeks of the season when he's motivated. Denzel Ward solid in the secondary. Greg Newsom. So I think this is a team that could win 11-12 games, to be honest. 
Um, I mean, I know the AFC is loaded, and we're going to say this about multiple teams, but I think they could have a bounce back here. What do you think, T? Yeah, I think I think it's all about a couple of things. One, you know, the defense underperformed. I mean, it was still they still have a lot of talent, but they really were an underperforming team defensively, even though they have the pieces. So they need to just return to form. Uh, Deshaun Watson needs to be some version of himself in Houston, which. I mean, he, he saw defenses one way, right? He was able to pick them apart. He was able to, you know, go up big on the Chiefs in a playoff game. Like, he's able to scramble. So it's not like you just forget all that. I think it's just timing. I think it's getting into, a like, a stable rhythm with a new team. There was a lot of drama, a lot of noise around the team, and it isn't shocking that they would – you know, fall victim to that, right? Like that they would, it's, it's like normal. This is like not something that you could fault them even for. Uh, Elijah Moore, his whole reason that he wanted to be traded from New York was because he didn't like his role. Uh, he didn't think he was being used nearly enough. Now he goes to a situation where they definitely can use him. And I think Deshaun Watson and he will become fast friends, right? Uh, Nick Chubb, like you said, is one of the best straight line running backs in the league. His rushing yard prop is 1,200. I kind of like the over there. It's yeah. juiced to the same, like minus 110 both ways. So um, Vegas doesn't really know what to do. But I think I think we are somewhat sleeping on them. Nine and a half wins, minus 115 to the under, minus 120 to miss the playoffs, which means Vegas is a little like, we'll call it slightly cool, lukewarm to cool on the Browns. But I could see them really overperforming. I mean, the only many, question, where they went seven. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say the only question is like if you guys, because we've all talked about Baltimore, we all like Baltimore, right? We all are saying the same thing about Cleveland. We all know that Mike Tomlin's not gonna have a losing season. I'm a little worried about the Bengals, and I think it's like Super Bowl or bust for them. But I mean, all season, or I mean all season, all summer, I was like, you know what worries me a little bit? They've been healthy the last couple of years. They've had some injuries here and mm-hmm. there. Like Jamar Chase got hurt last year, but he was around for the stretch run. I just worry about them staying healthy. Uh, you worry about like you know injury regression, but who would be the odd team out for you, Tristan? Do you think in the AFC North because it's so loaded? <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's the big question. I can't, I can't do it again, right? I we've had a lot of people last year say that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to have some sort of Super Bowl hangover, and I disagreed then. I disagree now like I I just think that Joe Burrow and the amount of weapons that he has and Joe Mixon playing with an offensive line with the left side being one of the biggest left sides offensive line in the NFL I don't I don't see them just like falling off of a cliff I've gotten no evidence that that would be the case other than just like oh well that could happen um I don't know, man. I think you could get three teams from that division, maybe four, going to the playoffs. Would I be shocked if that's not the Browns and the Browns are on the outside looking in? No, I wouldn't be shocked, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was the Steelers either. They're still a rebuilding team, and they've got a really young quarterback who has a ton of potential. And the only reason that you say that the Steelers will make the playoffs is because that's just what Mike Tomlin does, and they have such a good defense. Yeah, the AFC North might end up being the best division in football. It's. I mean, we talked yes. about the NFC East having four teams go to the playoffs for a short stretch last year. There's a chance, yeah, the AFC North does the same thing. It's, 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 it's at the point now where you can look at every team and you can find a positive and feel comfortable with them. And at least if you if you were looking to put a playoff bet on four teams, 
You can, and you had to be all in the same division. You're like, you got to pick one division, and you got to bet on all four teams to go to the playoffs. That's probably your your smartest direction to go there. And so I, tough, the, though, man. I, because they have the East too, it's, but it's the Patriots that are the probably, wild card. It's probably but, not going to happen if that yeah. was a conference in the or a division in the NFC. You'd yeah. be a lot more comfortable there. But you look, the the Bengals are. Joe Burrow was out there warming up today. There's no sleeve on his calf now. He's moving around. They're feeling a lot better with it. But look, the Bengals started off 0 two last year, and really their offense didn't come together. They didn't score 30 points in a game till week six. So the Bengals had a slow start, and they were still able to get to the point where they were a playoff team, and they were still a Super Bowl contender, and they almost got back to the Super Bowl again. So there's there's a chance where this team maybe does start off slow again. And maybe they are just a wild card team when it's all said and done, and the Ravens win the division. Or the Browns surprise everybody, and then they win that division. It's it's going to be insanely competitive. But yeah, the, the only thing that really stops the Bengals is going to be injuries, and you can't predict yeah. it. You don't know. It just sometimes it's just you have a bad break, and sometimes that's how seasons go. It's just crazy to think like some of these teams in the AFC aren't going to be playoff teams. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean it's it's good. There are, there might be a ten win team that doesn't make the playoffs. And you also have to remember like there's going to be a surprise team every year. There's a surprise yes. team. I know the Jets didn't make the playoffs last year, but they were a surprise team. If Mike White, as crazy as this sounds, if Mike White doesn't get hurt, they probably are a playoff team. But remember they had to go back to Zach Wilson, yeah. even just, though the locker room gave yeah. up. They want nothing to do with you know him. What? Uh, Brown Schmounds. Okay, let's talk about the real story here. Jordan Love driving down the field, finding Romeo Dobbs for six. Clip this, BetQL. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Jordan Love is the one. He's the one. He's the one? He's he's the one. He's the one. Packers Super Bowl back on. 33 straight years I bet on this team to win the Super Bowl. This was going to be the first year I stayed away. Nope. I've seen enough. Super Bowl. Ryan, Super pack. Ryan, you sound like the guy that just got out of a really long relationship and you thought <laughs> you were going to get married and you went on just one date and you're drag. like, just kidding, she's the one now. This one's Dude. actually the one. No, I mean, It's I, all because of Tinder. I, Thank God. I did. I never I never had the opportunity to do Tinder. I had to do things the hard way, like go out and like go have on dates and have conversation. And yeah. yeah, there really weren't Kids a lot of Kids today don't even know how to day. talk to anybody yeah. in public anymore. But no, that was a really good drive, Ryan. man. I was, I was excited. Yeah, it was. I, I was actually more excited to see A.J. Dillon hit the hole and, like, stay low and, like, use his big-ass legs and pick up some yardage and have a carry over 12 yards. I was more excited for that than anything that Jordan Love did on that drive. I'm, more, I'm excited for Luke over here. Around, what if say? the drama <laughs> around Aaron Rodgers... What if the drama around Aaron Rodgers just was like a dark cloud over the team? And not to say that's anything related to Aaron Rodgers being, like, a bad guy, but just... He was unhappy with the situation based on the way that they treated Devontae. He felt like he had no receivers that he could trust, and that had been a long-standing issue. You know how it is when you just get oh, yeah. sick of something? It doesn't matter if the situation is as bad as you think it is, but as soon as things start to pile up, right, you things start to become more irritating than they would for someone else who's new to the situation. Right, and, and that was the thing, too. Like, it came out that, like, all the young receivers, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs pretty much, were like, we got a lot to prove this year. We got a chip on our shoulder. And you knew that because Rodgers, Christian Watson, the first half of the season struggled just to stay on the field, but he also struggled with drops. But Romeo Dobbs, Rodgers kind of threw him under the bus. He was in his doghouse all season long. So I think that that destroys a young player's confidence. You know what I mean? And so I think that's the good thing with Jordan Love taking over. He's also young, seen his first action. So I think 
with young receivers, that'll be good for their confidence. They'll be able to, you know, kind of like work together and build some chemistry here. They clearly didn't have that with Aaron Rodgers. And it's it's also just yeah, it's, you, an, it's an intimidating factor having Aaron yeah. Rodgers. It's not just any quarterback saying that. It's right. Aaron freaking Rodgers. Then you're a rookie that's already like, oh my God, I have Aaron Rodgers throwing me the football, but I can't mess up. So you're not, your thought process isn't just, hey, I got to go out there and impress the coaching staff. It's, I got to impress the quarterback that's a Hall of Famer that's also going to be willing to call me out in the media if I don't go out there and perform. So that that just that set not, them all up for a disaster at that point. That was such a bad start to that. I think Aaron Rodgers handled that totally wrong. That stuff should have stayed behind the scenes. And it's not like Aaron Rodgers when he's upset doesn't really feel demonstrative about it, right? He like he like smacks his lips, he lifts his arms <laughs> yeah. up in the air, he shakes his head, he puts his hands on his knees. He's like, "What are he almost looks at him like, "What are you doing?" You know, in a really I would say unfortunate and not very healthy way to help someone's confidence. Obviously, it's nice when you're in his good graces, but when you're a young receiver, Jordan Love's not going to do that to Romeo Dobbs. He's because no. Romeo Dobbs going to be like, bro, I have more snaps under my belt than you. What do you? Yeah, about? if anything, Romeo Dobbs yep. may do that to Jordan Love. You know, like, hey, give yeah, me the ball, guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be a turn of events. That's for sure. Oh, we're about to have the Falcons get started here. Are we going to see some Bijan Robinson? I need them to start scoring some points Yeah, here. that would be nice. A minute and 56 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless there. Packers up 7-0 on the Bengals. The Super Steelers up 7-0. Kenny Pickett looking really good. George Pickens looking even better. And then the Giants have a 6-0 lead on Detroit. Uh, Here's I the bigger the problem. we got a weather delay right now for Commanders Browns. What is going on? Where's the rain coming from? That's near us. It's not that far. It's sunny outside, isn't it? Well, the game's in Cleveland, isn't it? Right? Or am I losing my mind? I think that game's no, in here. Cleveland tonight. I feel like I just saw Oh, it is in Cleveland. God, yeah. I'm an idiot. Jeez, I'm an idiot. It's Friday. It is Friday. Dude, it's been this this is this week. I forgot what day of the week it was yesterday. I thought it was Friday for a second. All right, Evan McPherson. I thought yesterday was Wednesday. Good, so I'm not the only one. Good. It's good to know. <laughs> You're in a different time zone, Trista. It's throwing you all off. You just don't you just you don't know what's going on. Did you guys forget it was Friday today? No, no. I didn't forget is, it was Friday uh, today. Scott that I promise me. you. That's the one day you Scott don't forget. Scott sent me a text yesterday, and he was like, hey, can you send me a beat the books for Friday? And I was like, you mean send you a beat the books for Thursday? And he goes, no, Ryan has already recorded one for Thursday. And I go, but tomorrow is Thursday. Has Ryan already recorded a beat the books? And he goes, no, Ryan recorded a beat the books last night. Scott was trying to be nice to not like like officially call me out and be like, are you insane? And then I was like, wait, <laughs> is today Wednesday? Or am I insane? And then he goes, you're not insane, but today's definitely Thursday. Yeah, I do that a lot, though. Like, Tuesdays I, I and do. Wednesdays are my days where I confuse them. You know? Because let's be honest. Tuesdays, Wednesdays suck. I love Mondays. No, I don't. Why Nobody, do you love... No, Mondays are the worst. I like Mondays during football season. Well, that's different. Because we get to go to yeah. MGM National Harbor and watch Monday Night Football and eat chicken wings and play a little roulette until 4 a.m. Well, you. But Tuesdays and, and Wednesdays... you get in the doghouse, you go home, and your wife's mad at you. Yeah, you don't... She's she's coming around. Yeah. This is good. This is good. All right, hold on. We got Desmond Ritter dropping back. Oh, I'm Let on it here. Oh, you're ahead of me. My stream's different than yours. Yeah, I pay the I, t- I pay the big bucks. Hey. <laughs> I, got, I got the extra stream for the NFL Game Pass. You know what I did? I accidentally just signed up three times for it, so I'm gonna have to cancel one of these during the break. <laughs> How did you sign up? Three because times? my my I almost swore my stuff wasn't working, and so I was like, "What the heck's going on here?" I'm having a lot of anxiety having to watch games and and do this right now. So is, let's carry on. I mean, listen, it's gonna be updates <laughs> and watching these games the entire show. You want a live reaction show? TVs would help. We got a million next. NFL games going on. That's what today is gonna be pretty much the entire time. I want to see some Bijan Robinson though. All right, it's Bet MGM tonight.
Bijan, Bijan. 